Well, I'm getting the blues from watching the news. It's all messed up what's going down. And talk is cheap from those on the heap. Looking for a way to turn it around. To build a house, we need lumber and tools. To build a better world, it's simple. Sitting on a fence, watching kids taking the fall. Who will bear the blame? Who will share the shame? Time to tell on us all. To build a house, we need lumber and tools. To build a better world, it's simple. Golden Rule, that's a new song from Dennis Warner and his album Pilot Me just released uh, in July. And Dennis Warner is on the line. Hi, Dennis. Hi, Michael. How's everything in South Florida? It's hot. It's hot. And uh, well, I guess it's not like that where you are in Minnesota. You don't want me to tell you that it was uh, 50 degrees this morning here. (laughs) I think it's up to 53 now. Uh, how did you find yourself in Minnesota? Are you, were you from there? Yeah, I was born in uh, central Minnesota and 
and spent a lot of time and up in northern Minnesota too, up in the pines and lake country, and and that's really home to me. I I, I love the woods, I love the water, and I love the changes of season. You know, we we had we had our share of hot weather this summer. You know, into the 90s with high humidity. It's kind of South Florida humidity, just oppressive. And then that goes away after. That's the difference is it goes away here after a week or two. <laughs> right now we've got leaves that are starting to change. We've got some maple leaves that are turning red. And some of the oaks are turning a little bit on the yellow side. You can see more. Once the leaves fall off the trees, then you can see through the woods and see the landscape more and see the wildlife. I opened up with Golden Rule. Have you always had this philosophy? You know, I have. I uh, majored in philosophy in college. That was my degree. And one of the courses that I enjoyed a lot was comparative religions. And, you know, hundreds of different faiths all around the world. And you start comparing, and you realize that in just about every one, certainly all the major ones, that the golden rule is expressed in one form or another which was intriguing to me since most of our wars seem to be starting over religion. And my God is better than your God, that type of thing. So how do you account for that discrepancy, that there's a disconnect? I, just, I can't wrap my head around it, what, what the deal is with that. My faith is okay unless it infringes on my rights and liberties or something. You majored in philosophy in college. Was your intention to be a musician? Yes. That's why I ended up in philosophy. <laughs> I figured it would uh, come in handy on my long drives across the country, just uh, thinking, you know. You just turn this stuff over. You think about all these events going on and and how to put it into words. And, and philosophy, you know, we had to write a lot of papers. Well, why did you and get a degree if you intended to be a musician? <laughs> I think I just always wanted a degree. I was I was the youngest in my family and all my brothers and sister and and my friends that I hung around with in high school, they were all college bound and all got degrees and I just I was going to do it. I guess there was never a question that I was wasn't going to graduate from college in my mind. But it took me till uh, my fourth year in college to to actually have a degree, to to a focus what to major in. But every time I took a philosophy course, I enjoyed it so much. Because, uh, you know, just studying, you know, the old Greek philosophers, I love that. And so, and how it applies to today. How does it apply to today? Things haven't changed. You know, politics is still kind of <laughs> dirty. You follow the money for how decisions are made a lot of times. Uh, the world hasn't changed. You know, we still try to take advantage to people. We still lie to, lie to people. Yeah, that's a good question. I noticed on your uh, webpage that you were at the Parliament of the World Religions, uh, and you re did you receive the Round Glass Music Award? I did not receive the award. I was invited there. There were like 200 people from around the world invited to uh, New York City, and it was a pre-Grammy event, and a uh, black tie affair. <laughs> and I'd never been invited to something like that, but it was for just to honor people that are trying to make a difference in the world through their music and their commitments. And so, yeah, I was like one of 200 people to be invited to this event. And it was more just a social event to come and meet each other and to hopefully, I think, form some collaborations down the road and just to show that you're not alone in doing this. 
you know, that there are other people from all different countries just trying to make a difference through their music. Pilot Me is your 11th album. Do you think you made yep. a positive impact on the world? I hope so. I don't, you know, I think so. Um, Beads on One String was a, a big breakthrough for me back in 2004. It's this the song uh, about our connectedness in the world. I'm like, I pictured, as I was writing this, I pictured this uh, this necklace where all the beads are different sizes, shapes, and colors, but all held together by one string. So I had this image as I was writing this song about how we're more alike than we are different. And this, and I started doing the song uh, in concerts, and there were some teachers at my uh, my concerts, and they said, oh, this would make a wonderful children's book. You should consider doing this. And, and so I did, and... Uh, I contracted with an artist and self-published, and now we're in our sixth printing. You know, we've sold uh, many thousands of books around the country and around the world, really. And and I follow up by doing concerts in some elementary schools too. When I'm when I'm uh, on tour, you know, the the folk gigs are Friday, Saturday, Sunday primarily, and then monday through thursday i can be in the communities doing school concerts for kids and talking using folk music to to show kids you know how we're more alike than we are different by showing them the lessons of beads on one string then there's hopefully less bullying going on I, my goal was to address the bullying issue in elementary school instead of in the middle schools and high schools where where school districts tended to focus their their budgets on you know going for the older kids and i was trying to reach the younger kids I'm speaking with Dennis Warner. His new CD is called Pilot Me. Well, let's play some songs from it. When did you first hear Potter's Wheel? John Denver was a big influence on me. And and one of his later albums had this song on there, Potter's Wheel. And it turns out that uh, it's a Bill Danoff song. And, and Bill Danoff is the, the writer... The inspiration, I guess, for Take Me Home Country Roads. And, and then he invited uh, John Denver in on it to help finish it off, you know, write a verse and just kind of rearrange things. And, and so that's that's Bill's big claim to fame. And then uh, then he formed his own band called the Starland Vocal Band. And I'm going to find my baby, going to hold her tight, if you remember that one. Sure. That's a Bill song, too. Just uh, a great writer. And, and this particular song attracted to me because I am a very spiritual person. And and just the imagery of this this potter, and then the world events and how everything's going on around us. You know how how we. My own belief is we, we all come from the same source, but yet we all have such different beliefs and things. And how do, how do you focus all of this together, as coming from from one potter, so to speak? It's just an interesting perspective. Then I got to, I, I do a program with uh, NPR radio. That used to be taped out of uh, Omaha, Nebraska, and it turns out that that's the studio that I was in was where John Denver had recorded Potter's Wheel. <laughs> it was really an interesting coincidence, and I got to work with with uh, one of the staff members there that had that had been on the recording sessions with on that, and got to tell me some good John Denver stories. And yeah, so it's just an interesting connection of how this song came about, and and then meeting these people and my recording it. Let's listen to Dennis Warner from his new album, Pilot Me, Potter's Wheel.
is fast becoming younger The news is all they've ever known They've seen the wars They've heard the hunger How will they choose when they are grown? What do you tell forever's children When it's their turn to hurt and Whatever spins a grim tornado can also turn the potter's wheel. Take a little clay, put it on a wheel, get a little hint how God must feel. Give a little turn, listen to it spin, make it in the shape you want it in. story teach to their dreams not burning steel it's not in bombs where lies the glory but in what shattered on the field and the potter's wheel takes love and caring skill and patience fast and slow and the works it makes are easily broken once they survive the potter's throw oh take a little play put it on a wheel get a little hint how god must feel give a little turn listen to it spin make it in the shape you want it in
Potter's Wheel, Dennis Warner. There's another song that that seems to make a lot of sense, and and I actually I I felt it when my daughter was born that they're kind of born perfect people, and whatever prejudices they have, they are taught. Is that Rodgers and Hammerstein's song, the Carefully Taught? Yes, it is. Right, right from the uh, musical South Pacific. Uh, absolutely, I 100% agree with what you said. You know that that kids are not born with prejudice. We teach it to them. You don't see kids going around hating other other people because they're black or because they're they're Indian or whatever. You know, you just don't see that. You know, those are things that we show them. It's very sad. Here's carefully taught from Dennis Warner's new album. got to be taught to hate and fear day after day year after year it's got to be drummed in your dear little ear you've got to Carefully taught from Dennis Warner's new CD, Pilot Me, do you consider your music political or religious? Well, with politics, it's such an interesting thing. Um, You know, if we figure that roughly, give or take, half of the country is Republican and half of the country is Democrat, or maybe liberal and conservative is a better way of phrasing that, you know, if I come out and just I'm in your face about politics, then I've already turned off half of my potential audience, right? And to me, if I'm trying to express something through my music, what's the point in, in, in making people upset with me? You know, why not come at it from a different angle and just explain it, you know, how I see it without being nasty or mean about it? And just and maybe somebody's eyes will be opened up to that way of thinking. Then they'll understand that it's that it, that it's not just mouthing off, you know, about oh and complaining. 
you know, and I think beads on one string is about that too. You know, I don't, I don't approach the bullying issue with kids by, by, that's one of the problems maybe with the bully, some bully prevention programs is you're beating, beating the kids almost with a baseball bat. You know, you act this way. You got to be nice. Don't do this to this kid. And instead of, well, here I've got an up-tempo fun song that just shows how we're more alike than we are different. You know, maybe that's just a different backdoor approach to bringing some more peace to the world and the way we look at things. So that's, that's been my philosophy, I guess, with, especially with political issues. I certainly have my beliefs and, and uh, maybe philosophy taught me that because we, uh, you know, if we had a, a position, you would have to write these papers to defend your position, and it can't, it doesn't come from emotion. You know, you have to come at it from a logical standpoint of why A B leads to C, that kind of thing. I know spirituality. I've just, I've always been a spiritual person, but I'm not overtly, I'm not religious at all. I see a big difference between spirituality and religion. These are crazy times you're in, the pandemic and the Black Lives Matter protests. How, how are you coping? <laughs> I'm hanging out in the woods. <laughs> you know, I, I live out in, out in the trees and the forests and I try not to watch the news too much because it's really sad and depressing. As far as doing concerts, my last concert was March 13th in Rapid City and then everything shut down on the 14th around here you know i think i was the last concert they said in south dakota <laughs> five minutes after i walked off stage they said no more concerts in the whole state so coping with it there's i think i've gone through my period of depression you know sadness not knowing what i'm supposed to be doing you know, fortunately for me i had this album that was you know ready to be mixed and so coming off a tour and i, I built the studio at my house a dozen years ago. So I was able to just go in and just dive into that and just kept myself focused on mixing this album and finishing it up. And I, I just don't have the hope that this is going to be ending anytime soon, uh, especially with touring. You know, we, we musicians are kind of thinking, you know, it's going to be summer of 2021 at the earliest before we can put any kind of touring together. And I've even been hearing now rumors out of Nashville that, uh, that the booking agents there are looking at 2022 before they'll start organizing concert tours again. So yeah, there's just this uh, emotion with this and this political unrest, you know, being from Minnesota where the George Floyd thing was ground zero. I like to think that we were fairly liberal progressive state up here and I was really sad to see how much hate and bigotry, uh, racism was hiding out in the weeds even in, in my beautiful Minnesota. So it's eye-opening. I'm trying to see a path out of here. I don't, I don't know yet. That's not clear to me how that's going to happen, but uh, November might be a starting point. <laughs> that would be nice. But, yeah, how, are, how is everything down in Miami? Well, we were ground zero for a while with, with the coronavirus, yeah. and uh, I'm quite right. frankly amazed that a lot of people are still not wearing masks, but... Really, yeah. It, it's, it's strange. We have a mandate up here. Yeah. <laughs> but that helps, but yeah. I've wow. been experiencing some anxiety myself, and I, I noticed the thing that helps me get by and help me fall asleep at night is just to be thankful that, that I'm okay, that I have a job, that, uh, you know, there's there's people around me that are healthy. Right. 
th- that'll bring me to the last song that I want to feature. Uh, it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, how did that come about? This is a, a song of gratitude. I am, I am a meditator. I spend uh, a portion of my mornings uh, just in meditation, just trying to center myself, get focused on the things that are important and what I can accomplish during the day. And just gratitude. I mean, here I am. I've had this career. Uh, what, I went on the road uh, in 1984, so I guess that's 36 years now of touring all over the country, back and forth, and now all of a sudden I'm not doing any shows. But, you know, I've got a nice house. <laughs> I'm, I'm fortunate to have a, a loving and supportive spouse and been able to have decent vehicles that don't go break down on the road. I've been able to have a studio in my house. You know, I've just, I've just got these great things that I see this gratitude. I have this gratitude for in my life, and this is just a pure song of, of being happy. And I finished this song, uh, uh, I believe it was North Platte, Nebraska, driving out to uh, Denver for a show, and they closed the road on the interstate on me because of a blizzard. So I got off at North Platte, Nebraska, and I think I got like the last motel room in town or one of the last ones at the Motel 6. And I've never been so grateful to stay in a Motel 6 <laughs> as I was that night, to not have to sleep in the van. And so, yeah, I just stayed up uh, half the night uh, finishing up this song. Dennis, well, congratulations on Pilot Me. And uh, thanks, for giving us, thanks for taking your time and talking to us. Oh, my pleasure, Michael. It's uh, great to be back back in the saddle a little bit here and talking to somebody. (laughs) Thank you so much. Dennis Warner, Pilot Me, his new CD. Here's It's a Good Thing. It's a good thing When the doves give their warning The coming of morning A new day is near And it's a good thing When the highways start humming Our world is a-buzzing We're leaving the hive And it's a very good thing When the sun gets to shining The water is warming It's time we jump in But on the shore we might linger for the tide new gifts from the ocean unveiling the bride it's a good thing when baby is sleeping new parents go stealing precious moments alone and it's a good thing when the lovers are loving, the strummers are strumming their songs of the heart. And it's a very good thing when the moon starts glowing, the stars are all pointing lost sailors back home. Still a question, the reason, the things I can't know. Let me go. 
rejection It's just God's protection With things we can't see It's a very good thing. 